Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Before we get into this episode, there's a trigger warning. Um, we wanted to give you a heads up that we will be discussing sexual assault content that happened between two of the OC characters in the previous episode. We want to be sensitive to the subject matter, so if you want to skip forward in time, please check our show notes for when to skip to. Help is always available for anyone struggling with the trauma of sexual assault. Rain is the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization and offers help to survivors. If you need to speak to someone, you can call their hotline at 1-800-656-HOPE. We had so much fun to go over with, with Michael, that we split it up into two episodes. So here is part two of The O.C. We're back at school. (laughs) Zach and Seth find Summer, and they want her to pick. Because you guys are like, what the hell are we going to do? I mean, we're so befuddled. It is a really, I can't imagine being in this circumstance. Yeah, no, it's super awkward. And I think she did it on purpose because she's torturing you guys. Yeah, you, you gave us all the power. And then Marguerite gave us way more power than we ever expected and, or read. And then we don't want it. <laughs> we're just like, we're cool with each other. But somebody tell us what to do next so we can probably ruin it. It's like our, that's what we're, yeah, everybody mm -hmm. go back to being who they're supposed to be. Right. And you both are like, or you in this scene are like, no, I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like, nope, this is on you. I also, I, I love this scene that you're having your own little summer picnic. You can hang out by (laughs) yourself. You've got your, um, whatever your buds in and you're like, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Bye. Figure it out. However Uh it was directed, but it just reminded me of you. Rachel, personally. It was very yeah. sweet. I really don't like Funny. to be bothered by men. It's true. Mm. Just shoo them away. Mm. What about boys, though? What about two <laughs> boys? Boys, boys is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they say flip a coin, and they're about to do it, and they're like, wait, 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 hold on. Let's do it right before, because one of us will back out, and we don't need those shenanigans. Yeah. Which is I, actually very smart. I, I and thought clever. That was... I agree with you. This whole storyline yeah. is clever. Yes, exactly. I think that like putting off a decision that is a really big deal in my experience is a good idea. That was a very mature thing for that was mature. Yeah, you were like, no, then we can't back out. Right. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, it was very smart. Yeah. See, I don't think that way, so smart's not my thing. No one was more focused on Zach in that scene than me. So (laughs) you can, you know, you're (laughs) off the hook for missing that (laughs) specific. You were in that scene. (laughs) How? Dare you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm being so mean. In the meantime, Ryan's been looking for Trey and he can't find him. Mm-mm. So in the next scene, Seth is checking on Ryan and he's sitting there very, very calmly. And all I thought was, there's nothing more dangerous than Ryan having that. Marissa won't talk to me. Trey's not answering my phone calls. What am I supposed to think? Like he's just 
he's just trying to keep it together Mm -hmm. and not do something violent. (laughs) Doesn't it feel like that? And then there, there, here's the voice of reason from Seth saying, you know, maybe you should just believe Marissa, like just let it go, believe her and take her to the prom. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Right. Right. Not often is he the voice of reason. And that's it. (laughs) And that's it. And then Caleb shows up to get his sleeping pills from you. Not you. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't have them. (laughs) At this point, I don't have the sleeping pills. (laughs) From you, Julie, and you'd get the bottle. Mindy, Julie, same thing. (laughs) And she goes, is this a booty call? Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm here for pills. I want to say, I thought Alan was wonderful in this episode. Like, I think he really is... He has a couple of nightmare uh, 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 scenes and beats for me as an actor. And and I think he does them well. One is like he he has to sort of like enter. He has to give Mindy, uh, 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 Julie, a a reason to believe that what's going on with this guy does. Is he still into me? But he has to do it while making it clear that he's committed to the course of action that he's going through. And. And then he also has to have a heart attack, which I, I would hate to have he what? a heart attack scene. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> so he just has a couple of really tricky beats. You know, it's like yeah. you get to do, Mindy, all the stuff behind the scenes that shows where you're at and play all of the like, should I kill this guy or not? <laughs> and can I get him back so I can get my mm-hmm. money? And Alan has to do a lot of like, he's getting duped, but he has to sort of like hold his power because it's his choice. There's a lot of really tricky stuff in there for him. I think. There is for sure. I did not think of it, but you're right. Yeah, it's his performance and back in the scene with, with Kelly, he, she was so intense. And, you know, as an actor, we have to, we can only react to our partner. We can't have a completely different performance because of, you know, somebody else's low or, or whatnot, but he mm. matched her. Yeah. And it was very, very effective. And, you know, we interviewed um, Alan. He was not happy to be having a heart attack and leaving the show. In fact, he went on to have like four, three yeah. more uh, heart attacks and different projects that he oh. did. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the heart attack actor. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I wonder, I wonder if he got better and better at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yes, Julie has some pills, and I all I could think is how many how many pills does she does he have in that bottle? There's a lot uh, because that's quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are people yelling in your hallway? Yes, uh, I'm still in a hotel, and there's some kids out there. <laughs> They're going night swimming. Aww, go scare them, Mindy. Go be like, hey, <laughs> shut up. Stop having fun. Just take the camera and, and bring Michael out there. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. Show them his hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, Could you get me out of here. Uh, this is what it was like, by the way, too. Like, it working was. It was. on set, just talking shit and, like, making yeah. fun of the whole time. Yep. Absolutely. But that's why, like, I've never laughed harder than some of the scenes with you. And we're going to get there. Also, why my acting one. is so bad. <laughs> See? You can dish it, but he can dish it back. And that's why we work so yeah, well together. You ruined my yeah. performance. That's why I'm only on one season of a hit show. This was my big break, and it just evaporated right in front of me. It's all my fault. <laughs> it was all your fault. My plan worked. <laughs> okay, Ryan finds Marissa, and he apologizes. <laughs> and he believes her and asks her to prom. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm totally with so you. So cute. <laughs> 
So cute. Yes. And they kiss. And it's cute. Yeah. And Jess is weirdly lurking. It's cute. It was yeah. genuine. She was so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In between is Sandy yeah. consoling Kirsten over her fight with Caleb. He says, did she get any rest? Apparently she was awake all night long. And she says, you know, let's just take it easy. And, you know, we'll have some DVD. We'll watch some obsessed DVDs and have some takeout. That's all. Yeah, that's all. That's all. So, yes, now Jess just... Pops around that pillar again. Popping. Right pillar in front of no, It's yeah. not in the pillar. But she does yeah. <laughs> uh, come up to Ryan and... Uh, I don't... This is so weird to me. She's like causing trouble, but I'm not sure like what she knows. Or I don't no. know what she knows. And I also... What's the upside for her? Because she's just into him and she wants... She she asks him to prom, basically. But but like this yes? is pretty... Yeah, doesn't she in the scene say, do you have a date? And he goes, yeah, I'm going with her. Oh, Wasn't yeah. there so, something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, what? You're taking your brother's sloppy seconds. Uh, yeah, that was so gnarly. Nobody... She does not... She she doesn't know about the assault. I mean, it's not been made clear. I believe she doesn't know about it. So she's been kind of seeing that Trey has a thing for her. And she's he's, just jealous. She's been teasing him. Yeah. She's like... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's just fucking she's with She's planting some seeds, being a little shit disturber. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now we go to the coin flip. I guess you're at the Cohen house. This is where you guys flip the coin to see who's taking to prom and who's going to see George Lucas. Yeah. And it turns out, oh no, you don't know yet. It's a reveal. But I will say at the end of the scene, Adam, Adam puts the corner. the corner of my breast pocket. <laughs> and that was an improv, right? I mean, I assume so. Because you're like, you would write that sentence in a script and then he puts the corner in his pocket. <laughs> I know, you're I laughing. Think I, I think, of course I am. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just a little window into like, how I'm just like powerless in his presence. But I think I reach, I'm, I'm awkwardly reaching to like pat him on the shoulder <laughs> And he compliments it with his downstage arm into my breast pocket. It's like, here you go, buddy. You know, like, I, w- I would never steal that from you, you know, or whatever. It was amazing. It was funny. That's I laughed. Really and just funny. watching your face walk out where you're like yeah. smiling and smirking. Totally. And like, it was really funny. I was like, oh, yeah, Brody just did that. Totally. <laughs> but it could play like you were like, oh, I get to go to prom. Yeah. There's so many bloopers with you guys laughing, Zach. There are. I mean, uh, Michael. <laughs> there are. Is that yes. viewable on the internet? Oh, yeah. You told me last time I was here. I have to watch that. And then I didn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. There's like a, there's a big old <laughs> blooper one in this episode that we'll get to. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if we talked about it last time. Or yeah. Not, but anyway, we talked about the Vespa thing, right? Last time. We we we, we, we hinted we at it, but we we didn't. I didn't tell my Vespa story, which is that I crashed it into the side of the soundstage because I panicked when it started to turn. And I just, and actually, Patrick Richmond, who we mentioned, was standing right there. Uh, he was a you PA mean, at the time. Were you practicing, like riding it? Yeah, they were like, "We got to get you." Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? I was like, "Absolutely not. I can barely drive a car." And they were like, "Get get get him on this Vespa in between setups." And I didn't have a helmet on, but. So I go to just, I drive it away and then I go to turn it around literally with my feet on the ground and I'm tall <laughs> enough that with the feet on the ground, my butt isn't anywhere near the seat. So when when it started to roll away from me, my hand hit the accelerator. I'm going straight for the side of the soundstage <gasps> and I my feet were already on the ground. So I just stood up and let it go and it just gassed right into the side of the, <laughs> of the soundstage. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh geez. Yeah. yeah that's wow. my best story. That's your best So story. needless to say, I was sweating. 
ting by the time we got to shoot that scene. Like, background artists nearby, ADs everywhere, lights, equipment everywhere. I was like, there's no way I can pull this thing up, hit the kickstand. I mean, every time I went into that room, you and Misha were like in stitches. It was like the longest no dialogue sequence. They're like, let's just shoot it so we can cut, intercut it with the girls talking. And then I'd come in and you two were just sitting on the couch just looking at me like, dude, this is awful. Like, you are awful. It wasn't. We just could not stop laughing. Like, it was literally, it felt like it took 20 minutes for you to get from the Vespa to come talk to us and we were dying. And then I'm walking into my coverage. So I'm walking in and then having a two-page scene of like, Oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, so Italy and, like, Francesca and all this stuff. And you guys are just looking at me like, dude, I remember specifically Misha looking at me like a normal person and you looking at me like laughing, just laughing in my face silently while I tried to, like, act the scene. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. I couldn't get, like, words out. And we talked, when we did the episode, it was literally, like, crying laughing. Yeah. It was too much. I oh was my God. so embarrassed. I laughed more <laughs> in scenes with you than anyone oh. else in the whole series. I'm so glad. You know, it's true. Really the bloopers, good. which it's going to come up soon with us when we get to the scene, was another one. I don't know <laughs> if you remember. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows who won the coin toss is where we left off with the Oh narrative. yeah, we don't know who's going where. Right. Thank which you. Which is really nice. See? I need you to we keep me on track know. here. Uh, we don't know. Now we get to yeah. see Julie in her bikini. Here, enter Flintstones. Woo-hoo. Yes. I almost sang the Jetsons theme song, and that's not the right show. And I almost said Meet George Jetson. <laughs> Very that's similar, just, though. You know what? Yeah. I never would have noticed that you had gotten it wrong. <laughs> would have been like, yeah, that's Meet it. Meet George <laughs> Jetson. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. She's got it. <laughs> um, you look amazing, by the way. Amazing. You do. Amazing. Aww. Thanks. Oh, I do have to. So that was the first time I remember opening the script. And I've told this story before in the podcast, but for those who haven't listened to the whole thing, but I opened the script and it, and I'm reading what's going on. And I hear, or I see Julie running in a bikini. And I went, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm not one of the teenagers. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> I literally did my first it was. It wasn't that. It was about seven days of drinking two protein shakes a day, and uh, so I could so I could fit into the bikini. Anyway, oh so please, you could fit. It worked out, and that was a lot of body makeup. Yeah, love the body. <laughs> we makeup. We do love the little body makeup. I love body makeup. <laughs> Is that your thing? I'm passionate about it. Passionate <laughs> love for body makeup. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> well, thank look you. closely. So she's, but she's stirring this margarita with. Tons of, um, you know, a, what, what sides of pills yeah. uh, of, for Caleb. And there was a lot of bloopers in that one too. But, you know, when she comes out, he instantly does this. So I see you pulled out all the stops. And she's like, I'm not trying to get you here. In fact, here are the papers. And, um, you know, just when he's about to drink it, he says, actually, I'll go for a, a scotch. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, but thank goodness. Yeah, you played it so well. Yeah, there's so much, there's so many beats, so many things Mm -hmm. to play. The conflict, just the simple intention of killing someone. You have to sell that you're gonna do it, that you know how, Mm -hmm. and then it's just you just played it great. It's so efficient. Your acting is like so efficient in there, and you look great. Oh, thanks. All the compliments. I have a point though. I heard a story that um, 
So is she actually, this is a good question. Is she trying to kill him or, and I, you know, this is not the best story, but I did hear of somebody who actually did try to unfortunately take their own life by taking a whole bottle of Ambien and literally woke up three days later. (gasps) And (laughs) what if, what if he sleeps through Monday? Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. That's way less sinister. You're, you're trying to, you just want him to sleep long enough for you to get $3 million. I mean, that makes perfect sense. It does. You're You're trying to give him rest. You, Bless your heart. You know what? He needs he needs yeah. some rest. Absolutely. He looks exhausted. He does. His ticker's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say about his ticker? <laughs> about his ticker. Yeah. You, well, you almost saved his life. Uh, it did occur to me, actually, when he goes uh, splash in a couple of scenes. Who knows? The ambient might have gone better than the just than natural the causes on the, on the side <laughs> of the pool. Yeah, he was in the perfect position to... Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, jeez. Did the pool kill him or do you think it was just... He was dead before he hit the I water? I think he was... He think it's heart. I don't know. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was it probably was a Widowmaker. DOA. But it was probably from that fight. It was from Kelly screaming at him. Yeah. <gasps> but we're not there don't yet. Don't put we're that on that her. Are you kidding? How's she going to live with that for the rest of her life? <laughs> I don't it's know. her fault. It's like soap opera level. <laughs> I mean, really? conflict. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't even know what to do with that. Bloom Nutrition makes it easy and delicious to give your body what it needs to feel your best inside and out. My absolute favorite is their green and superfood powder. It's the perfect immunity booster. I'm all into immunity boosting. I want to know that my body's in the best shape no matter where I go because of COVID. (laughs) Um, I absolutely love it and it tastes great and I add it to my morning smoothie or water. Bloom Greens are packed with over 50 nutrients, including whole fruits and veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, and it comes in four delicious flavors. Coconut, mixed berry, citrus, and original. I like the original. I, too, mix it with my water in the morning and my electrolyte powder. And, you know, first thing in the morning, you've been sleeping all night, and you're essentially dehydrated, and hydration is key. And actually, for me, it's better for me to do that than waking up with coffee. It wakes me up. Bloom is made for you. Whether you're trying to recover from a big meal, a night out, or a fitness buff. And right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnew.com slash OC. Go to bloomnew.com slash OC for 15% off. That's B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com slash OC for 15% off your purchase. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. Yet it tastes great. It is perfect for picky eaters and it's pediatrician approved. If you are looking for a children's vitamin without sugar, artificial ingredients, and other unnecessary additives, look no further. So I passed on some Haya to my friend Tessa's kids, Lila and Caleb, and they love them. She was very appreciative too. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Briar always wants like some kind of treat in her lunch. And I like to give a vitamin because it looks like candy. Now with Haya... I know there's no sugar. I know there's no bad stuff. So she's getting a treat, but it's actually something that's really good for her. It is my new go-to for her lunchbox. 
Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash D-O-C. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash the O-C and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Oh, but you know what? Jess did tell Ryan that Trey took off to Chino. So now we're at a bar in Chino because Ryan knows exactly where to go. Kids are always in bars in Chino. Yeah. In this show. Kids are welcome. They know where to go where they yeah, don't get Ch- carded. Yeah, Although- Chino has different rules. Okay. I, I know that from the pilot. <laughs> do we have to redo every... <laughs> yes. Can we start over? Yeah. Can you be here for everyone? I do need to be here because you don't even know that Chino has different rules. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even know Chino. <laughs> so they're in a bar. So she finds Trey. Yeah. And he he says, look, he, he looks at... Yeah, he looks at his brother or he looks at Ryan and he's like, well, this is this is going to take a drink, basically. Come on, let's go sit mm-hmm. down. And he goes on to lie and put his mom on, on and lie on his mm-hmm. mom. This is just a bad seed. He, some people are just drawn. Bad. His eyes look so black in that scene too, and his coverage. <laughs> his eyes are black. Oh. Like there is light in in Ryan's right. eyes. Yeah, but there's no light in his eyes. Oh, I bet that it's was like, the choice, huh? I mean, I mean, Logan is a fantastic actor. I wouldn't put it past him to just somehow turn off the light in his eyes. I don't know how to do stuff like that. It's, it's too advanced. Nobody's shown me that cheat code yet. But Logan would know that cheat code. For sure. But um, yeah, it's a thing. I have a question for you. So he basically says, man, she can drink, but she can't hold it. And we were both drunk. But dude, she threw herself at me. And so is he saying that she threw herself at me? And so we hooked up. What, what am I supposed to do? Or is, and Ryan accepts it and he walks out. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't punch him. He gets, um, instead he calls Marissa and says, I don't feel well. I don't want to go to the prom. Yeah. Is he admitting to Ryan that they hooked up? Hooked yeah, up? The, the lack. Or made out. I, it's something. Right. I attributed the lack of Ryan's follow-up question with a kind of, I, I don't, I, I don't know if this is the exact right word, but there is a misogyny sort of like in that conversation, which is like, well, if she started it, then he doesn't have anything else to say to his brother. Mm-hmm. And that is like, that's just a thing uh, that you see mm-hmm. uh, in our culture all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like really subversive. Like there's overt and then there's this. And it's, it's intense. It is so intense. But there's this, yeah. th- that is like a pass that no one is responsible now that he has established this. And it's not even a question of whether or not it's true. It's like literally a separate thing. Right. Um, yeah, that is gnarly. It definitely hit me uh, when I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good point. It's fucked up, basically. It's fucked up. Yeah. Then something happens that I totally, totally never, ever, ever remembered. Teresa is just standing there on the street. <laughs> like in Chino, well, you know, it seems random, but we we run into people from time to time. Teresa is there, and they start they talk, and 
he also says something that, Mindy, you pointed out, um, where he said he wrote to her a lot, so it's not like he just left her high and dry, She, you know, when they broke up. Yeah, she cut him loose. That was actually the last time I was here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was here, she was like, dude, go. Well, yeah, at the beginning of the season, I was like, wait, he says, okay, I'll leave, and then never hears from her again and never... Uh, mm-hmm communicates, but now we find out that he's been writing letters. See, guys, there's a lot of stuff going on out off screen that you just don't ever know about. Yeah, almost almost the character's entire lives are almost happening their, off scene. Yeah, almost their entire, <laughs> yeah. other than an hour out of there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but she, so she really puts things, puts, puts things into perspective for Ryan and mm-hmm. is like, no, like, Marissa is who you fucking trust, you know? Like, your brother? <laughs> you know, she's known them her their whole lives. And she's like, he's a piece of shit and puts things into perspective. Yeah, she's like, listen, they both love you, but Trey's been jerking you around your whole life. And mm-hmm. Marissa, when I needed you, she let you go and it broke your heart. Why don't you actually think about the two people? And, and he's like, well, she's made mistakes. And he's like, yeah, but she's not that person. Right. She would so, never hurt you. So like that. she's like a little angel that comes in. Everyone around Ryan is saying, Marissa just wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. So now, here we go. You guys, I'm going to give you guys the floor. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Summer's house yeah. and a limo pulls up and we don't know who's going to come out. Yeah. And this was like literally filmed and staged in a way that harkens to one of those dating shows, right? Like on purpose. There was oh, some like the huge, Bachelor? Yeah. I think like. I don't I don't know the names, but there was like there was one that was like really a big deal at the time. And they were like, we're just gonna shoot it like that. It must have been the bachelor because the people show up in limos and then yeah. they get out and Yeah. And the driveway I mean, it could have been one of the bachelor sets. I mean, it was like it could have so been. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. They had I remember the mansion. Do you remember where the set was? It was in Malibu, I think. Yeah, I think it was. I feel like we were it was just below Julie and Caleb's oh, Brian Bosworth. Oh, okay, oh, it yeah. was? It was still, it was in that community. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. But this was the night where the second time I have ever, like, lost my shit and laughed as hard as I did at the Vespa was again with you. Because Zach steps out of the limo. We see that Zach is at prom. And that night, did we talk about that? Do you remember this? There were... Oh, Yes. <laughs> A Thousands. chorus, <laughs> millions of frogs. Frogs. Yes. Yes. That, like, yes. I swear to God, they would be like silent. That would go on and off. Yeah. As you said, action. Off. They would be silent. <laughs> and as soon as Michael Lang would call action, they would stop. It yes. was like the loudest yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. And I have never, well, other than the Vespa, laughed harder. Like, could not pull it together because you would get out and you would just be standing there and, <laughs> and the frogs would be going off. And it was impossible. And it was such a short scene. and So short. Oh, my God. So short. And we it took forever I'm glad of the it's frogs. you. Me too. <laughs> like, what is there in that That was scene? it. Michael, if you haven't seen the blooper, what's interesting is it's your coverage over Rachel's shoulder. <laughs> and you're not actually laughing. You're like, come on, guys. Let's just keep going. Come on. You you were actually getting frustrated. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and, you must have been joking. Oh, ju- yeah. Come on. Come on. Let's just do he it. He was like, joking. I think it had been going on for so long. But that there was a couple times where you're like, you were laughing. And then finally, you're like, come on. Let's just do it. They're quiet. Let's go. They're, They're- quiet. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> It I does. need to watch that. Oh. Because I feel like that's not like you. You would be joking around. Well, I, like. But I wonder if, 
I if I start laughing at the situation, I can't stop and it's over. Like you have to shut down. We might have shut down for a couple of days. It might be like a COVID case. Like it is a it's a real um issue. So I might have been trying to keep it together. Like I gotta say one line. Yeah. Yeah. In this scene, and uh-huh. I, if I can't get it out, like it's probably, and I couldn't stop laughing. Rachel's still going to be at work tomorrow, and I'm going to be. They're going to just going to sink me. <laughs> they're just going to leave me in the limo when they're done. <laughs> oh my god, it was very funny though. It was very funny, and that I think this is my favorite look of summers out of all in the show. I remember loving this vintage. I think it was a vintage yes. Givenchy dress. Givenchy. It was stunning. Do you? What is your? I wanted to ask you this. What is your relationship to this hairdo when you watch it back? (laughs) I thought it was cute. (laughs) I won't share what I thought until I hear what you said. What? It was very like sixties with the the winged Mm -hmm. eyeliner Mm -hmm. and the bouffant Mm -hmm. of hair. Yeah. What? Let me hear your thoughts. Oh, I think it was. I, I thought it was adorable, but I, I. I, when I watched back myself, I'm like, what happened to my hair? Uh, like, like, how did this, it's just growing so quickly uh, when I watch this show. And like, it's just, it's, I just have so much hair. And so I wanted to know if you have the same, if you're just like, wow, it went up. I had a lot of scene. hair. Well, no, not, I'm not talking about <laughs> volume, but, but like the way it's not right. It's whatever. Sometimes, you know, they can't all be winners, Rachel. Just get me out of here, man. <laughs> I was really curious to hear your critique of this no, hairstyle. No, it wasn't a critique. I was just wondering if you were like, oh, when you saw no, it. No, I liked, I liked the whole yeah. look. It was big. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, no. Rachel, I, th- I, I it think great. it was like a, it was like a Bridget Bardot look. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was definitely <laughs> like, you know, going back in time a little bit. Yeah. Like 60, whatever. A little bit. A little bit. It, it made me taller. Summer and finds Marissa alone. And Marissa explains that Ryan was too sick. But Marissa seems to be okay mm-hmm. with it. Mm. There's she? that. Well, okay. she's got a lot going on. <laughs> she's got a lot so, going on. That's you know, true. What's the big deal? Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, now we're at the dinner with Seth and Reed. <laughs> what? I mean, what do you say? And he showed up. He actually showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Who? George Lucas. Yeah. George oh, Lucas I thought you really jumped. showed up. I thought you jumped to the end of the episode. I was like, what happened? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone actually shows up at the end of this episode. <laughs> it's true. Starting with George Lucas. Starting with George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas and Seth and Reed. And Reed, yeah. Are at dinner. Yeah. Now, Josh Schwartz told me that when they were filming this scene in the middle of one of the takes, George Lucas just yelled, cut. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the story that Josh told Did me he really? about it. Yeah, he seemed. I was there that day. Do I? Did show he up remember at the why? End? You do. You show up at yeah. the end. Yeah. No, Did they I not don't show why. it? I, I don't remember seeing up. it, but I remember filming it. Oh, okay. You do, but just yeah. like you're in the it's background like, of yeah. the scene for yeah. like a second. Yeah. So I remember being there. Did you yeah. meet him? Yeah, I remember just saying hi to him. I rem. I, it, what is? It? I think his daughter was a fan of the yeah, show. Katie, yeah, Katie. I think what. Yeah. Yeah, and and then he was concerned about his yeah. lines. That might that might have been why he called God. Maybe he, me- he felt like he messed up one of his lines or something. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Um, I thought it cut together great. He. It was awesome. Was he concerned about uh, the actual dialogue or yeah, di- getting them out correctly? Uh. No, he he seemed totally on board. Like he he, but he wanted to get it right. Yeah, he yeah. definitely wanted to get it right. 
Rakuten is an online shopping platform that rewards you for shopping. You can get cash back at over 3,500 stores in every single category, like fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, subscription services, and so much more. You are earning cash back when you shop. Talk about a no-brainer. Yes, and the best part is Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Your membership is free and it's really easy to sign up. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Want a new credit card but not sure how to choose? Credit Karma can help you zero in on the right option for you and apply with more confidence. They partner with a wide range of card issuers, so you can be sure that you are exploring all sorts of options. So Credit Karma helped me find a credit card by comparing offers to other companies. It was such a great tool, and it gave me the confidence I needed when applying for the right card for me and my lifestyle. Credit Karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation. It's 100% free and won't affect your credit scores while you research. I enrolled in their free credit monitoring, which is so useful for me. So I have a reference when I'm thinking about buying something very large just to monitor my credit. Ready to find the card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. Go to creditkarma.com or the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. That's creditkarma.com. So we know Josh wrote him a letter, a very <laughs> passionate letter, and George's daughter was a fan. But also, it was very last minute. I put this in this morning, actually, that the Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith was opening that weekend. Well, isn't this a funny little full circle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't this, but yes, isn't so it was funny? premiering that week. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so being on a popular show, the timing of that was probably um, a good thing. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's just, I'm just kind of blown away at the synchronicity of it all. Serendipitous, if you will. <laughs> That's pretty crazy though. And I will say George yeah. Lucas, having met him not on the show, but later in life is very, very sweet and oh, kind so man. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really sweet. Also, Michael Lang directed this episode, right? Didn't yes, we say that? Yes. Yeah. It was striking that day that how much they look alike. I remember <laughs> being on set and being like, oh, that's, uh, Michael's like two inches taller than George Lucas. <laughs> and other than that, they look very similar. <laughs> they have the same facial Uncle hair. Uncle Mike. Oh, right? Geez. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I can see it. <laughs> I don't know how Michael feels, Mike, Uncle Mike feels about that or George feels about that, but. I, I see it and I appreciate it. <laughs> Instead of talking about the comic book, they're talking about seminal mo moments like going to yeah. prom and he's and he explains, you know, that, yeah, these things are yes. important, you know. And very. Um, now Zach and Summer are dancing at prom. <laughs> In between total crack-ups. We're getting a little <laughs> dancing in. The thing I thought about when I saw myself in this tux because it's a real tie. And yeah. those ties are... They're delightful. Like a real bow tie is, is just delightful on a person. And 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 I I was thinking about, I've never tied a tie mm -hmm. at work in my life, mm -hmm. of course. And I was thinking like, what a strange job that you go, you go to film a, a scene where you look your best at your, you know, when you're 17 in this character's life. And I probably showed up in basketball shorts and a t-shirt, like <laughs> rolled out of bed, hadn't washed my hair and like, six days and like or six weeks actually probably 
And I, I know I just <laughs> rolled into that trailer and into that like wardrobe and into that set and they just make it prom. It's like magic. Mermaids. You don't have to think about any of that. <laughs> no. I just have to be like, man, you know, this food's good. Like, what's for lunch? You know? <laughs> That's just delightful. Yeah, mermaids. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which are very apparent while we're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly. Featured. Well, you don't Featured. put them on that set without featuring them. That's true. That is true. And here, you know, Reed keeps texting you. And then Summer's like, dude, you want to be at the comic book dinner with George Lucas. You should go. Here I am being mature again. Yeah, yeah, she actually says, she says, I saw your face, or you both, you both Zach and Summer are mature enough to say, look, I saw your face. You wish it was him. And she says, I saw yours too. You really want to be there. Apparently he's been dreaming about the comic book his whole life. And she says, go, go, go ahead. And he, and he says, I can't abandon you. And Summer says, well, I abandoned you. Oh, yeah, good that point. was pretty sweet. I, I did exactly that. Yeah. In a really messed up way. Yeah. It was gnarly. Yeah, it was, it was gnarly. It was gnarly. But it's okay. You had Francesca to dry your tears. But it's very mature of Summer, <laughs> I think. But then I feel sorry for her. Yeah. But she's okay. She seems okay. But at that moment, it occurred to me that you had no guarantees that Adam was going to come. No. Like, we might have just, I might have sat in that fourth seat. No. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, she was, she was gone. Nobody was going to be there right. for her. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to the dinner and you take Seth out and you guys realize. Which is next door because it's. Yeah, you get, <laughs> you get there very fast. Yeah. Um, it, too bad you didn't have your Vespa. <laughs> it was a BMW X3. No free ads, but it was a very fast BMW X3. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, you got there quite fast. I hand off the jacket. I believe you take the limo. Right. The BMW X3 is the car that we took to San Diego and then I drive away in. Oh. Um, spoiler I don't want alert. You to go. I know. It's Aww. so sad. It is sad. It was a sad day. So, is this your literal? I mean, in this scene, you look at each other and it's you want summer, you want the comic. And that's it? We never see the comic again? Or is that? No, the, the, doesn't the thing that ha- that happens next narratively that the that I that George Lucas either George Lucas or Reed and I um the the, the comic book takes off and in the next episode I'm sort of like I'm going to go have a career in this com- oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't know if it was related to how I do with George Lucas after the narrative shifts to the prom mm-hmm. but something happens where I'm mm. now going to leave Newport to go be a comic book writer guy <laughs> you know i've done a lot of right. research and uh, <laughs> and and that's the goodbye right oh, oh okay i don't remember that because okay. i you know we were talking about in another episode that we in episode 20 that tool guy i call him the marketing guy who was saying we can't have a comic book in um atomic county we can't um it's not going to hit with the heartland of the kids you know he wanted to rework it and that's the way they wanted to do it and Zach was for it but Seth was not oh. so in my mind i'm thinking that's why they want to hire that's that would make more sense for Zach to take off oh. and take the comic book and Seth to for yeah. for Seth to give it up yeah. cuz he was really the creative one behind it yeah yeah, yeah. yep yep so now we're back at the Cooper Nickel yep. house and Julie is swimming in the pool Caleb's sitting on the on the side of the pool with a shirt on. Yeah. And okay, so I remember this night. I think this was the same. It may have been 
It's one of those nights where you guys were doing the frog thing. But anyway, <laughs> when I got there, the pool was kind of chilly and it was super windy. And I very, and they, and they said, oh, Melinda, we've warmed up the pool for you. And I stuck my toe in and it, it was like warm. warm 70. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, I was like, this is warm on a hot day. It's, it's, you know, it was cold. So they upped it and they got by 3 a.m. when we were doing this, 3 and 4 a.m., it was um, up to 90 and I was very As grateful. It should be. Yeah. So they don't always do I, that. I, no, I they swim don't. in 90 degrees when it's hot out. I mean, I, need, I like a warm pool. Yeah. I get it. I, I was agree. wondering if you were freezing. Yeah. The pool is like, never hot enough. When you shoot a pool scene, you can't no. get the pool hot enough. It took me 10 years to realize. But you have to just tell them it's keep going. Yeah. You, you, it's not, you don't get the utility bill. <laughs> just crank this motherfucker up. Like, I mean, I'm going to be in there for 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, agreed. But but it goes to show be be a nice actor and and be kind to everyone because when you go to the person in charge of that knob and say is there any chance you could turn it up, and they did yeah, you know they don't always have to. You do were that grateful morning. at three a.m. <laughs> um, but this is where it's all yeah. going to go down. You finally have the glass of the drugged margarita that you're going to give to him, and then at the last minute you have a change. She has of a change heart. of heart very quickly. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Make you another one. And, I forgot the line. And runs, yeah. and runs to go, yeah, throws it out. I forgot your line. This is such a lame excuse, but oh well. well at least he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. She dumps it in the sink. <laughs> not yes. yet. Yeah. Yep. You dump it in the sink. And I was happy for that moment. Um, then we're back at prom and Summer is announced prom queen. And Zach is announced well, prom queen. king. Yeah, but he's on to bigger and better things. Hey, that hurts. Nobody's coming. <laughs> Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. coming. So yeah, cool. that was cute. So I agree. Yeah, but also, what I like right before the, that Summer and Marissa are both there alone. They're like, let's go have a girls' night. And they're totally content. And I liked that. Yeah, I like when you're like, I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're calling your <laughs> they're name. They're calling my name. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go. And then the spotlight is like on me. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we found Summer. <laughs> yeah. Now, where's Zach? Yep. And I'm like, There's he's you. not coming. No one's coming. No one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming. Did you guys go to your prom? I never enjoyed dances or proms or anything. I did, yeah. I, I never had a good time. I hated I, I hated sad. the okay. dances, but I went to my prom. <laughs> I went to my prom with my current wife. My current wife. My, <laughs> was my, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Because you guys have yeah. been together since high school. Yeah, so school. actually, ironically, this episode aired on May 12th. Mm-hmm. And May 12th is the date of our mm-hmm. first date. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, May 12th, 1999 is the date of our wow. first date. And uh, that was the night of our junior prom, but I was in a play. So she like went to the prom with a buddy and then came and hung out with me after my play. And that was, we had like coffee at like 11 o'clock that night. And, and that uh, was it. That was, yeah. I mean, we've lived a little life since then, but um, we're, we're together. And, um, <laughs> but I remember then when we were shooting, you were still with your high school sweetheart. Yeah. And even then I was like, Wow. Yeah. Like, what? It was. It probably was a little francesca too, because we lived in New York. When I did the show, I lived in, a, right. in a hotel down the street, and I drove a red right. Impala rental car and um, <laughs> until it, someone hit it. And then and then I drove a PT Cruiser until I got rid of it. And um, <laughs> But for nine months, I lived in the Town Place Suites, two blocks away from Raleigh. Wow. Yeah. Um, because it, it just the job was just always about to be over. Yeah. That's it, right. They would just book me for like three weeks at a time. Um, and so I was always about to go back to New York and I I think actually my wife, my, my wife was in college still. 
because I think I turned 22 on the show. So she was probably a senior in college. Um, and I remember we still have this photo somewhere. She went as Zach Stevens at a college Halloween party. <laughs> um, that was going on while I was in LA filming the show. Like That's two cute. episodes of our show had aired and there's a picture of her like in my clothes, just straight <laughs> up from our apartment. And um, yeah. And so anyway, we, we, and then senior prom, I was doing a play, but I had the night off or something. And so we went to our senior year. We went to prom together. Were you king and queen? Absolutely not. <laughs> Decidedly not. Yeah. I don't think it was like a thing at my high school. Like prom, oh, king yeah. and queen, it was like, it felt like the class president maybe was... That's what uh, I was going to say. Know. I think it was like an academic slash leadership thing in our yeah, school. Definitely yeah, definitely wasn't for me. Not me. <laughs> I mean, if it was about, you know... Now some schools aren't doing aren't doing the gender specific. They're not doing kings and queens. It's... it's oh. uh, yeah. I mean, I support specific. that. I mean, it's not a monarchy. So, you know, yeah. the whole thing is pretty... Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So... Now Seth comes out of nowhere, awesome. right? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. And 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 Summer's face is like, <gasps> and he jumps, leaps on stage, which is actually pretty brave. But he has a wonderful speech. And what what are the funny things that are say, being said by the um, I love random the, yeah, guys? Yeah, the ad libs from audience. like. Yeah. The audience like that's not Zach Seth Stevens. Cohen's a tool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seth Cohen's a tool. Yeah, that's not Zach Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And then you know But he says, I love you. And and he has such a wonderful speech. And at the end of it, and then somebody finally goes, But he's still a tool. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so good. But this is where Fix You by Coldplay starts yeah. playing and Fix You by Coldplay premiered in this episode of the OC. Like, no, it had not heard, right. been heard by it the public? It had not heard. It had not it heard had not by heard. the public? No. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Which and was it, cool. it hits hard. It, it hits, hits nice. Oh, yeah. It doesn't hit hard. It hits nice. Well, I cried, but I always do. Yeah, I'm a crier too, but I did not Are cry you? at this. Yeah. You didn't? Oh, I'm a big crier. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. <laughs> but that's so funny. <laughs> but yes, Alex Patsavis uh, explained to us that Coldplay had a new album coming out and they got access to it because they had been, um, they had been granted that and thinking that they might use a different song, but this is the song that they chose for this sequence. And this album was coming out soon after this. So that's what some of these artists were doing on the OC. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lucky for us, right? I know, very. So, I mean, that was a huge song. It's a huge song. And also, this is a really important moment for Seth and Summer because their relationship has been so difficult this entire season. So going through all the ups and downs and the, and this whatever demented threesome, as you guys, or it's been called. <laughs> so now they're finally back together and mm -hmm. I don't remember what happens in season three so we'll see what happens but that's it that's that's closure for those two okay so the, the fix you is a whole montage that starts right starts at the prom uh mm -hmm. and Marissa is happy for us on stage but she goes outside she's super bummed and then Ryan shows up in a Dickies jacket <laughs> was it yeah it's it's the yeah, the logo's right there <laughs> Well, <laughs> there, you, there go. you go. He's straight from the auto shop. Yeah, he very gently shows up and says, sorry, I'm late. And she just says, you're right on time. And 
and doesn't say anything, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be said, doesn't need to tell her what was going on. And, and I don't know, I think, I think things that are left unsaid shows maturity and don't, don't give it weight, you know? So it, it was really sweet. Oh, and you teared up. Rachel. I did. This is where I teared up. It's the song. It's everything that's going on. Yeah. Yep. It was Revenge of the Sith coming out. Yeah. And then of course, here we are, Caleb sitting on the pool at the pool and Julie's fixing that drink and he starts grabbing his chest and calling Julie, Julie, Julie. Uh, And she comes out alarmed as he, well, no, he's already, he does that face dive into that pool. He finally gets in the pool, right? He says he's never been in it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that line. I love that line when he said he's never been in it. Loved that line. He also, I want to call out one thing, which is that Alan he does. I swear I see this and I forgot that he was about to die. And I see him have this beat where he's like, maybe I will stay married. Yeah. I swear he does something with he his face. He has like face some smirk. Right before he goes into cardiac oh. arrest. Yeah. It's so deep. Yeah. You're right. That you saw happen. it too? I did. Okay, good. Now that you bring yeah. it up, yeah, he has like this look on his face like, this is kind of nice. This is nice. It was it was like a moment of content. And you know, there was a little scene when when he came to get his his pills. And he says, I'm not sleeping because of a fight with Kirsten. And Julie says, well, you should apologize and or at least write a letter. And he says, you really surprised me. And so you're very, very astute there. I think that's a really interesting thought because he did look very content right before he has that heart attack. Right before he dies. Wow. Oh, see. So he falls. Julie comes out and she does a Caleb. Caleb! Throws the glass, dives. And... Was that all you? you was know, there any? Pulls him up. Was there any double? Yeah, no, there was no stunt person. Yeah, you were yeah. moving good. No, yeah, you look, I, I mean, I good was very swimmer, impressed. Good swimmer, Yeah. It was, all of it. Yeah. Well done. Well <laughs> done, it's Mindy. It's all there. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. See, if I was doing that scene, they would have had to double me for two reasons. One Why? is I wouldn't have eaten for 10 days because I was going to be shirtless. <laughs> oh and then in addition to that, I, I'd get underwater and they'd be like, that's not how people swim. Like, why, does, why is he swimming like that? Or, you know what? I would dive and just hit my head at the bottom. That's what I would have done. And yeah. you know what? I believe you. Yeah. Well, I did one of the three. I didn't really eat much. <laughs> but yeah, you, you ate enough to be able to swim and save, or, you know, well, preserve his body. Well, well Oh, no, and I went straight out to In-N-Out body. after that. Yeah, you got In-N-Out is the stop. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> yes, this is why Caleb is passed away. And and on that night, I couldn't, I, I felt so bad. Alan was so upset and he shared that with us. And, and it was, yeah. you know, I didn't know what to say for my fellow oh, actors. So. Brutal, brutal. So then we're in the kitchen yeah. and Kirsten walks in and Sandy tells her he found her stash and then the phone rings and it's Julie who's hysterical. But he's, you know, she walks in and and he's just... Yeah, he's staring there and, and she's like, oh, the bath felt good. And he just looks and he says, what are we going to do with you? She's like, what? And he's, he says, I found your stash. And she just very like little girl. It's just in case. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel more like your dad. I'm not your husband. And and it's and it's such a, you know, she's like, I'm doing this my own way. And that's the thing. Like he can't force her to do anything. She's going to have to figure it out on her own. But it doesn't mean that he has to necessarily support what her way is. But then that gets interrupted with that phone call. And it's 
literally like the worst thing because the last thing, you know, and, and she, she ever said to Sandy him, has to say, nope. your, was your line delivery? Yeah, your father passed yeah. away. And she, she grabs that bottle and walks away determined. And Sandy's just standing there, that long lens or that long shot of him just standing there like, oh, what, whoa, yeah. what's going to happen next? Yeah. I mean, but can you imagine that's the last thing you ever said to your parent and then that's it that's pretty rough yeah so i'm i'm going with that yeah she killed him with that fight sorry that's really not helping (laughs) i mean poor kirsten here she's gonna have to the rest of her life i'm going with she killed him that's awesome you spent the whole episode thinking about killing him but definitely kirsten killed him yeah oh brutal you know he lived hard I don't think either of you did it. He lived hard. He lived hard. You know, he's a, that dude, he lived hard. And then he went out. <laughs> he lived yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Yes. And I, yes. And that is our episode. That's the end of the episode. It that is a, our episode. It was a with big my, episode. It was awesome. Yeah. It's a huge episode. Yeah. It's a big episode. And we're, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that we had Michael here because it's a heavy episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep it light. Keep it light. Um, we have some fan questions. Well, I don't know if they're your fans, but we have some questions Whoa, for you. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> All right. So Rachel's fans sent me pity questions. I got yeah. the message. Fire away. <laughs> someone, I was with someone somewhere in the last few days, and they, I'm not on Instagram, and they were like, look at this. And they, I don't, I can't remember who it was. And they flipped their phone to my vision and I was looking at a photo of me and you and I was like, I just, it was like your post saying, oh no, somebody sent me a screenshot. Oh, when I asked people to send questions yeah. in? And yeah. And it was like a photo of us. Uh-huh. And I mean, my hair, it's, it's just, flowing. it's I really I a lot. I think I called it out. It was like flowing yeah, quite beautifully made, in the yeah, wind. Yeah, you, you could have been nicer, but you also could have been meaner. So that's about, that's about. What are you making fun in my world? This is your show. No. That's that what my, you're saying? No. Oh, oh. In my world, when I make fun of someone, it is how I show affection. Oh, okay. Like when I'm like, you fucking shithead, it's really like, I love you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. Something to shoot for. I'm here for you. Okay. All right, fans. Hello. Um, love the show. My name is Theo. I'm from Sydney, Australia. Uh, I'd love to know if Michael Cassidy thinks that Zach is a bad guy. He seems to flip-flop around a little bit throughout the, sh- throughout the season. Starts off as this kind of goofy, kind of nice guy, and then evil water polo player, and then kind of nice at the end. What does Michael think? Is he a villain, or is he a good guy? Thank hmm. you. First of all, Theo, I just want to start off by guessing exactly your location. <laughs> because it's, I've, I feel like I'm hearing ocean, and I'm hearing you just slowly roll open the umbrella that is going to shade you <laughs> from, from the, the bright, bright sun. It's just... He, uh, 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 I thought uh, I heard, like, wildlife. No, it was... Anyway, shout out for multitasking, yeah. Theo. I like picturing you <laughs> leaving that thoughtful message while you're just getting the umbrella open because the sun <laughs> is just too intense. Um, I think that Zach is a good guy. Um, I think that high school is tough, and he's doing the best he can. And I think that when Alan Heinberg and I make the show that's centered on Zach, we're going to see this whole other thing, and we're going to realize how difficult and neurotic Summer and Seth are to deal with. And we're going to really feel for Zach, and that's going to be a really nice uh, validating moment for both my personal life and for Zach Stevens. 
Mic drop. <laughs> I don't think any one human being is one or the other. I think we all are very, it's both? all a gray area, hmm. right? Classic hmm. villain actor yeah. response. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I play yeah. I play villains to great effect yeah. and I believe that all people are good. And uh, in defense of all my characters, <laughs> including Julie Cooper, uh, no one is bad and no one is good. <laughs> Hi, Rachel and Melinda. I'm absolutely loving the podcast. It means so much to us fans. So thank you so much. Um, hi, Michael. Um, you've been one of my favorite guests on the podcast. Your energy is amazing. My question for you is, if Zach had stayed on as a character on the OC for longer, what kind of story arcs would you have liked to see for him? Thanks. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I I like to think that... <laughs> I I have I have this image in my mind that Zach becomes the guy to Summer and Seth who you who you kind of like don't like who kind of peaked in high school but who has gone on to like external success but who you can't really stand when you're actually with him and so that like Zach is like yeah you know I'm running up I got I got this great startup going we got all these wonderful comic books and you know we're just we're doing great. Me and Reed are doing great. Um, the wife and kids are great. Everybody's really great. What are you guys up to? What are you guys? You guys are still together. That's so great. And he's just like that guy. And they're just like, oh, God, I can't really take it. Like he had such, he was so interesting when like I dated him or he was so interesting when we were like actually writing together. But he's just like kind of such a lame, like weird little OC CEO now. That's what I picture. <laughs> just he kind of yeah. turns into a D-bag good one <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> big time <laughs> that's actually not at all an answer to her question no but it works okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your question I am Francesca and no I'm not the imaginary girl that Zach was dating <laughs> I'm from Italy of course and I've been loving the podcast you guys are amazing so thank you for doing it My question for you is if it was fun to learn all the words in Italian. I always loved the way you guys said gnocchi or arrivederci. (laughs) Iconic. Please come visit Italy as soon as you can. No problem. Be guys all the way. (laughs) Bye. Have a good day and thank you again. Yep, you're all over the Vespas there. Oh, oh my this, gosh, that's amazing. That is that's so amazing. cute. I, Her name's Francesca. Oh, so Francesca. Good. This is so... Oh, I, this is so validating, first of all. <laughs> I worked so hard in that episode to be, like, uh, you know, passable in what was being uh, asked of me. I had never what even heard of gnocchi. What did you say in Italian? Basically what she just said. Gnocchi? Right? It was, yeah. like, three words. Yeah, gnocchi... Arrivederci, um, <laughs> something else, and Francesca, yeah. you know stuff like this, and um, yeah, and I, I love. Oh yeah, so I loved making that episode. Loved, loved, loved making that episode, despite the how much panic I felt about being on that <laughs> bike and being in those pants too. I felt a lot of anxiety about being in those pants, yeah. if I remember yeah. correctly as well. What pants were you in? They were just really Fitted? tight. Yeah, and at the time. <laughs> uh, du- dudes, including myself, were not wearing stuff like that. Like in this episode, we have that shot, you know, that when you're having your picnic that we were talking about, yeah. the shot is like between our knees mm-hmm. and my pants are huge. Like they're so baggy, <laughs> so long. It's like, dude doesn't know how to dress himself. 
And that was what I was used to. And so when I put on these like tighter white pants it, for the <laughs> Italy entrance, <laughs> um, it was uh, oh, very anxious. Hi, this is Peter from Wisconsin. This question is for Michael. A few years ago, you filmed the scene with Ben on the show Men at Work. I really enjoyed that scene. How much did you enjoy filming that scene with Ben and having a mini OC reunion on that show? I love this question, Peter. Thank you. Um, I loved it. And I think the lit- so for those that don't know, I was on this sitcom and I played this like just, I don't know, like he was somewhat vain and he was a goofball and he was a lot of things. And, and we had, I had a great time on that show. And I think they were like, we're going to ask Ben to do, to play this guy who <laughs> you like bro down with. And you like kind of geek out on how much you like him, even though he's like, I can't remember your ex's new boyfriend or something. And I was like, yeah, you should hire him if he does it. And he did it. And we, of course, just like geeked out. I mean, I have stayed in contact with him probably more than anyone else from the show. And so I was tickled to have him on the show. And it was very easy for me to play a guy who's just like, yeah, man, I'm so glad you're here all the time. Um, So we had a very good time. Thanks for the cross-referencing in my resume, Peter. <laughs> That's all your fan. Those are all your fans. That those it? are those are all all three of them. Four. Four of them. Listen, give yourself more credit. Yeah. Oh, I know <laughs> you're a big fan. Okay. <laughs> thanks so much, Michael. <laughs> we really love having you here. Likewise. I feel like you should come, even when you're not in the episodes, you should just be here. Look, you guys know I'll do my homework. You, you do, know that I love really- talking to Mindy. <laughs> and I will come back if you want me to talk about other people's work. Happy to do it. <laughs> you, oh, geez. You know what I think we really should do? We should do some kind of public appearance in Italy that people yes. would go cuckoo. Yeah. I want you. Listen. And, and you come in on a Vespa. Yeah. I could, How do you and, feel uh, about getting on a Vespa now? Terrible. Ter- ter- I haven't been on one since. <laughs> Haven't been on a Vespa or a motorcycle since. <laughs> Honest to God. It's probably safe for Also, the everyone. helmet was really heavy, too. It might have been my hair, but the helmet was very heavy, too. So I always, It might have been your hair. I felt like... And then you have to take it you off. You had a and, lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. a lot of hair. <laughs> oh, geez. Well... Oh, man. We could go on. We, we could. We could. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Safe travels, Mindy. Good to see you again. And you as well. Thank it's you. not good to see me, though. No, it's not. purposeful. We're a sidebar. It's good to see a little <laughs> sidebar, like, fucking... Uh. Don't you ever. <laughs> That's how it's going to start. Don't you ever. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like to watch us, and you want to see Michael Cassidy's face. It's not easy. Check it out on YouTube. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, bitches. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. 
Hi, everyone. It's Rabia Chaudhry. And I'm Ellen Marsh. And we have a new podcast called Rabia and Ellen Solve, Solve the, case. the Case. As you know, I am a very smart lawyer. You are. You're so well-respected in the entire world. You know everything. Thank you so much. And as you know, I'm a famous Broadway star. Gorgeous. I sing like a nightingale. Well, yes. at least that's what your mom says. <laughs> Just kidding. This is Ellen Marsh. And, and I'm Rabia. Rabia but we are teaming up to bring you a show like you have never heard before. True crime meets talk show. Nobody's done it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the impossible. And it's the two things that I love. Ellen, I think you'll like it too. What? True crime and talking? Yeah. I'm there. Every other week, we will have a guest talking about whatever true crime case they are obsessed with. We have a list. Everything from... The Lacey Peterson murder. Yeah, some of the most famous cases you've ever heard of, obviously, like John Benet Ramsey, The West Memphis Three, Chris Watts, Khalif Browder, Elisa Lamb, Madeline McCain, Sandra Bland, The Springfield Three. The list goes on and on. But they are all cases that you know, and we are going to dive in deep with someone else and just talk about them. No. We're going to solve the case, Ellen. That's right. We're going to solve the case. So subscribe to Rabia and Ellen's Solve the Case wherever you get your podcasts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.